Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Dallas Post, and I am your host for the Post Money Plan podcast. As always, I believe empowerment comes through knowledge, so my purpose here is to inform, educate, and stimulate thoughts on topics within personal finance, economics, and investing. Don't forget, you can find us at postmoneyplan.com or search the Post Money Plan in the iTunes podcast app or in Google Play. So in this episode, what I wanted to do is follow up on a progress update with Myra, who is a guest I had on the show six months ago, who we talked about her goals and goal setting. And back six months ago, the podcast that we did, she set two specific goals. And then we agreed to check back with her in six months later to see how she was doing. So here we are six months later in September. If you haven't heard that one, you can go back and listen to it, but I'll also play some clips from her in that episode in this one. So welcome back to the show, Myra. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. So what we're going to do is see where you're at, see how you feel about your progress, see how you feel about the goals you set back then, and then see what you want to do going forward, or if anything's changed, all that kind of stuff. Got it. Cool, cool. And I just want to say in advance, I want to thank you again for your willingness to do this and to be sharing and kind of vulnerable. It's my pleasure. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with going back to what we discussed where you were envisioning your future. I did this little exercise with you. So I'm going to play a clip from our previous episode where I was asking you about your ideal future. If I could write my future, this is what it would look like. I would continue to progress in my HR career and continue to be independent and make my money work for me. I'd like to get to a point where I don't have to enter so many contests to supplement my income. Continue to cultivate the friendships that are really important to me and just be healthy and be an encouragement to my family. So, yeah. Okay, so on hearing that, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel happy because I am doing those things. I'm progressing in my HR career because my company just paid for me to get certified, get an HR certification, and they're paying for the test as well. So check there. And then I'm making my money work for me because now I'm investing and I'm earning so much more interest than if it was just sitting in a bank account. So check there. And I am focusing on a few relationships. And instead of, I used to just love going out, meeting all the different kinds of people. But now I feel like I'm more of a homebody and just focusing on a couple of people at a time. Okay, cool. There were a couple that you also mentioned about being independent or being an encouragement to your family? How do you feel about that? Yes, definitely. Okay, has anything changed over the last six months? Do you feel differently about any of those things? Oh, no. Those are still good both have. Okay, so you're still on the same track. Okay, that, that I just wanted to get a baseline for that. Oh, yes, I'm still on the same track. So having established that, that was when we were talking about envisioning your future, and so you gave, that was the future that you wanted to envision. So then when you got, we got to a specific goal, your first goal was losing weight. And in identifying an objective, now let's play the second clip where you're talking about this objective. Okay. Well, this podcast 
I would like to hone in on a physical aspect, which I think would affect my mental aspect and spiritual aspect as well. And come on, actually financial aspect and social aspect. (laughs) (laughs) I think my goal, this one goal that I have will affect every area that you mentioned. And I can explain how. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So one thing that I think takes a lot of discipline and it's just something that I haven't focused on is losing weight. And, you know, I'm getting older and I guess my metabolism isn't as fast. I don't know. But one thing that I want to focus on is losing weight. And I think that could affect me mentally because it's just something that I've always struggled with. And being able to accomplish goals in that with the help of God, I think would help build my self-esteem and encourage me and help me tackle other things that may seem impossible, as well as social aspect. I think if I am limiting, if I am focusing on the school, then I have to limit the amount of times that I go out and hang out with people or change the activities that we do together. Because a lot of the time, my friends just want to go out to eat and do activities where it requires a lot of sitting. Instead, I'll go to the park with my friend or do a fitness class with my friend. So I think that wouldn't leave as much room for a lot of social activities, like parties. It would be more intentional and one-on-one, which I think would also affect my mentality because those are the relationships that are most important, the ones where you can trust people. And I think that it would affect me financially because I would be a better steward of my resources and not as much money would be going towards going out to eat, which can be expensive. I don't want to become indifferent to the way that I'm stewarding my money. And then spiritually, I think it'll require a lot of leaning into the Lord and helping him overcome if I feel like I don't have the strength or cravings or whatever. And then physically, hopefully I'll have more energy and be better prepared to do whatever the Lord calls me to do without being tired or whatever. Okay, so that was the overall objective for your first goal. Do you still value that goal in the same way? No, I don't. (laughs) What a terrible goal. (laughs) I'm too optimistic. (laughs) Too optimistic. Well, that being said, let's uh, play the next clip where you got specific about what your target was. (laughs) Okay. I want to lose 100 pounds. By tomorrow? (laughs) Um, Okay. I was thinking about this, and I want to lose 24 pounds in the next year. And I want to do that because I think two pounds a month, it could be a challenge, I think. But you said that there has to be a bit of a struggle, right? So I think two pounds a month is a good goal for me. Okay, so your target was two pounds a month, so that was 12 pounds over six months. You're saying that was too ambitious? Uh, Well, no, okay. It wasn't too ambitious. Because I actually lost 10 pounds, and that's not really doing anything that I wanted to do. I don't know, I just somehow forgot about this, um, and just recently remembered it. So I think, yeah, if I had actually followed the guidelines I had set for myself, then I would have probably surpassed my goal. 
Well, fine. Let's play the next clip where you go into the execution methodology on how you were going to accomplish that. Well, I want to get better sleep because physically that's really important. I want to at least get eight hours of sleep. That doesn't always happen with my social lifestyle, but it's a sacrifice I'm going to have to make, right? So I want to try to at least get eight hours of sleep and I want to be more active. I want to at least get 8,000 steps a day. It's going to be so hard. So actually, let's do at least 8,000 steps three times a week. So I don't have a baseline for this. So how about I track my eating for a week, calorie count and everything, see what that is. And since there's 3,500 calories in a pound, how about I reduce my calorie intake by 500 calories every day, and hopefully that'll equal to eating one pound less a week. All right, so you were saying... You wanted to sleep eight hours a night, you wanted to get 8,000 steps three times a week, and you wanted to reduce your calorie intake by 500 calories a day. Do you feel like that methodology was reasonable, and were you able to follow that, or was it difficult, or did you forget about it, or what? I do think it was reasonable, but A, I forgot about it, and B, I just I didn't follow it. I can't think of any good excuses. There's no reason why, (laughs) like, there's no reason why I didn't do it. Well, so you said you lost 10 pounds, so that's not really, if your goal was 12 and you lost 10, that sounds like pretty close to 100% success to me, you know, like. Well, that's pretty optimistic. I do feel like I failed, (laughs) but. Well, remember when we talked about it, you were setting an ambitious goal, you know, one to push yourself. But if you set your goal, is I, my goal is to lose one pound over two years, what does it matter if you accomplish that goal? But you set something ambitious and you got most of the way there. I think you should feel pretty accomplished in that. Oh, that's true. Thank you, Dallas. I was feeling a little bummed because I didn't reach the 12 pounds. Yeah, so I guess you're right. All right. So then in terms of that goal, how do you feel about that going forward? Is that like you don't care about that anymore or you you want to double down and keep going or or what? If I lost another 10 pounds in the next six months, yeah, that would be great. I would love that. Is that something that you actually want to do or not? Yeah, I think I do want to do it. No. Yes. I do want to do it. <laughs> okay. I think I need to join a new gym. Right now I go to LA Fitness because a lot of my friends went there. But I thought, you know, I thought, oh, I could I could work out with my friends. And that really didn't end up happening. But it could be more of a social thing. So maybe I just need to go to a nicer gym, like Lifetime, and get motivated there by the luxurious facilities, make it a experience more than a chore. Well... Let's focus on, on how were you able to achieve the success that you did. I don't know. I have no idea. I half-assed it. I mean, obviously, I did something. I think it's because maybe every six weeks, I'd say, oh, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. Maybe I should do something. So I'd, like, change my eating habits or go to the gym, and then I'd get distracted by life, and then I'd forget... And then, you know, 
just it was a cycle of doing stuff and not doing stuff. Well, how do you feel about your execution methodology that you set before, where you said you wanted to sleep eight hours a night, you wanted to walk 8,000 steps three times a week, and you wanted to reduce your calorie intake by 500 calories a day? I don't think I did any of that. I know I didn't track it. Well, how do you feel about that going forward? Mm, I don't think I'm going to do that because I'm just probably not. I, I know I'm not going to wear my Fitbit every day, so I won't know if I'm getting more than 8,000 steps. I'll try, but I don't know if I will. And then, I don't know, sleeping early, it's just really hard for me to do because it's hard for me to wind down before midnight. I mean, I could try, but we'll see. And then logging your food is such a chore. And then, in my case, when I eat something that's not in the diary list, I have to make up the calories just guess and then I get really anxious about it because I'm like oh is it really is this accurate I don't know and then I, I think I just become really OCD about it and it becomes more of a burden yeah so if this is something that you want then do you need to change your methodology of how you're going to do that yes I need a brand new plan especially now that things are changing for me for like example I'm starting classes and I have to go to class after work and then I'm joining a small group in my church, so I'm going to have to meet with them once a week. So normally I would go work out in the evenings, and now I'm not going to be able to do that because I'm going to have commitments after work. And then by the time I get out of there, it'll probably be 10 o'clock, and I won't get eight hours of sleep if I go to sleep like at 1. So do you have any idea of how you want to do it for the future? Okay, something to think, think something to think about. But can you at least make this commitment to me? Whatever you decide on, can you write it down, print it out, and put it where you're gonna see it? Yes, I will do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that's goal one. You're gonna continue with it. You said, but change your methodology and keep the goal visually in front of you. So. Moving on to goal two. Goal two was where you wanted to pay down some debt. Let's play the clip where you're talking about your financial objective. My only financial goal now is paying off my private student loan because I've reached all the other goals. So in six months, I want to reduce my private student loan debt by 20%. All right. So how do you feel about that one right now? Are you happy oh, that you yeah, set that goal? goal? So you wanted to reduce your student private student debt by 20%. Mm-hmm. Let's play the next clip about your execution methodology. So all the money that I was funneling before to credit cards or savings or whatever, I'm just going to start using all of that excess from my budget to pay off my student loan. Something that I have already done that has helped me pay off debt a lot quicker is just finding activities that are low cost or no cost. I've taken up a hobby where I've been able to enter a lot of contests and actually win a lot of stuff. So much so that this month I had my last paycheck, I had 250 extra dollars from my entertainment budget that I was just able to move towards paying off debt. Something that I have already done that has helped me pay off debt a lot quicker is just finding activities that are low cost or no cost. 
I've taken up a hobby where I've been able to enter a lot of contests and actually win a lot of stuff. So much so that this month I had my last paycheck, I had 250 extra dollars from my entertainment budget that I was just able to move towards paying off debt. Okay, so what I heard from that in the methodology that you had said you were going to use to reduce your student debt by 20%, you had been budgeting, trying to use low-cost forms of entertainment, winning and participating and winning contests, less brand loyalty, and some side hustles and, and stuff like that. How do you feel about that goal as a whole, and how has it gone? I think it was a good, reasonable goal to have, and it's gone really well for me. I've actually, I reached my goal, and I've been doing a really good job of not spending my paycheck, so I'm able to use a lot of it for, I mean, obviously I pay my bills or whatever, but I have a good chunk left over that I don't touch at all. And is that different from, from the past? Yeah, because before, like, getting together with you or... Yeah, yeah, like, like from a year or two years ago or whatever. Yeah, definitely from two years... Let's say it's different from five years ago. <laughs> because I became more responsible when I started working in oil and gas. So, yeah. Okay. Have the execution methodology that you were using, is that what's worked well for you? Or is it a little bit different? Yeah, no, um... I, if I'm doing something, it's probably because I won a contest, and I'm using that money for that. Well, let me tell you about my week. <laughs> so, today, I had a free coupon for a pizza that I got last week because I convinced my coworker to go stand in line with me, only for like 15 minutes, because the first 52 people got a free pizza, and they could just redeem it whenever they wanted. So, anyway. I had that for lunch today, and then yesterday I had a salad from Chick-fil-A because once I went to Chick-fil-A and there was dirt in my salad, so they gave me three coupons to redeem my salad anytime, and I redeemed one of them yesterday, and then the day before that was Monday, and I had, well, tomorrow I have, tomorrow's Wednesday, I have a coupon for free food at little restaurant near my job so i'm gonna use that so like if i'm going out it's because i probably have a gift card or a coupon game for entertainment yesterday i went to the movies and i only went because it was free so that way i can still know what's going on in pop culture but don't really have to spend a lot of money to do it is knowing what's going on in pop culture really that important (laughs) it helps me relate to people okay Basically, you're you're saying by winning contests, you're able to either do activities for free or really cheaply discounted, and that saves you a bunch of money. Yes. Uh, the only thorn in my side is clothing. I love buying clothes. I don't know why I just do. <laughs> so yeah, there were a few hiccups in in the past couple months, but it's not like you know I don't go out and spend like a thousand dollars on clothes or anything, but it's. You know, I could, I don't have to buy clothes. I have plenty of clothes, but, you know, I do, I do buy it. But I feel like I end up buying the same things over again, so I don't know. 
I need to stop going to the store. That's what I need to do. Well, ironically, I want to ask you, since you were able to make this goal, how are you going to reward yourself? I don't think I should reward myself. <laughs> I rewarded myself last week when I went to the mall. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is I think you should cherish the accomplishment and not take it for granted. Yeah, I think I will join a more expensive gym. <laughs> Double-edged sword, raising your cost, but contributing to your other goal. <laughs> yeah, this is what I told, this is what I was telling my coworker, I was telling her, because she sees how like frugal I am and how I always have a coupon or am entering a contest to win something, and I told her, I need to lower my cost in all these other areas so I can buy these cute jeans. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between the one gym and the other gym? Why do you have to have a more expensive gym? Because I think it'll be um I think it'll be more exciting to go to a nicer gym. Because right now LA Fitness it smells like sweat. Like somebody just vacuumed a carpet. In lifetime it just has like fresh air and so many more it has really nice amenities and I know that they clean their hot tubs every week. Because I used to work there and I would see them. I can't say the same for LA Fitness. Okay, so do you want to do anything forward in the future with that goal about like paying off debt? Uh, do you want to continue that or, or what? Yes, of course, yeah. Now, how would you modify it now that you've met your previous goal? Oh, I think I'm on a pretty good track. Do I have to modify it? Well, you set the goal. You wanted to reduce it by 20%. So if you've met that, then what's the new goal? Reduce it another 20%. 20% from the original amount, you mean? So you're going to continue to try to reduce your debt by the same amount as you were before. So just continue on that track. And yes. So does that mean you're on the track where about like two, three years from now, you, you might be able to have paid that off completely? I was thinking two years, yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Could you have seen this for yourself five years ago? Would you have thought that was going to happen? Definitely not. I wasn't even at a place where I was thinking about it. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. See, it's not so scary. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Because then once you get to the point where you're completely debt-free, then the sky's the limit financially. To making my money work for me? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. who knows what my next goal will be. We'll take it one step at a time. Yeah, let's do that. All right, well, we can cut it off there, but just in summary, on your first goal, you had wanted to lose weight. You made it 85% of the way there, so that's a pretty good success in my book. So you said you want to continue on that track, basically, and keep doing what you're doing. So that means you value the goal and, and stayed pretty much in the same line of thinking. And with the second goal, you wanted to reduce your student debt, and you were able to accomplish that. So that sounds like a great success to me as well, that you want to continue with that going forward and continue on the track that you've been on. So it sounds like you still value that as well. So it sounds pretty much like you should just keep doing what you're doing, but for the weight one, make sure that you have a methodology that you are comfortable with and you see it in front of you that you kind of check in with yourself every now and then to make sure you're doing what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you very much for being transparent and sharing with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. That'll do it for this episode. Don't forget, you can find us at postmoneyplan.com or go on the iTunes podcast app and find us at The Post Money Plan or find us in Google Play as well. Mm-hmm.